Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, I wanted to talk about climate change because before I do that, actually, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to play, I don't know whether you listened to Greta Thunberg uh, yesterday on the TV. This is the UN Summit. And, you know, it's really difficult when they've used a mascot of a 16-year-old girl. It's very difficult to condemn it. Uh, Donald Trump did kind of condemn it last night and... You know, he tweeted about her and said she's a wonderful young lady and she has a very bright future. He was clearly being quite sarcastic. And she has got a bright future. She's a very educated young lady. But she can only be as educated as the people who are educating her and as what she, you know, and what she's actually reading. A lot of what she's saying is completely misrepresenting the truth. But unfortunately, this 16-year-old has a massive amount of power. And I have no understanding as to why world leaders are taking advice from a 16-year-old girl. I'm not saying that she's not passionate. Of course she is. I don't want to condemn the, the young girl because she is doing something she believes she's passionate about. But sadly, she's extremely misinformed about a lot of what she's saying. In the UN last night, she made a quite passionate plea saying that we're starting the extinction of the human race. And I have never heard such scaremongering in all my life. But unfortunately, many young people look up to her. And they're inspired by her. And I say unfortunately because you shouldn't be inspired by her because everything she's saying is not true. Have a quick listen to how she sounded last night. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? The popular idea of cutting our emissions in half in 10 years only gives us a 50% chance of staying below 1.5 degrees and the risk of setting off irreversible chain reactions beyond human control. There will not be any solutions or plans presented in line with these figures here today because these numbers are too uncomfortable and you are still not mature enough to tell it like it is. You are failing us, but the young people are starting to understand your betrayal. The eyes of all future generations are upon you. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. We will not let you get away with this. Right here, right now, is where we draw the line. The world is waking up. And change is coming, whether you like it or not. Thank you. Well rehearsed, waited for the applause after everything she said. By the way, in case you didn't see it, she's reading it. Um, She read all of it off a piece of paper. Um, A lot of what she said is completely exaggerated. We're not on the verge of mass extinction. And at some point, by the way, in this planet, we will all die. There is no doubt about that. It happened before. It almost happened again in another ice age. We were down to 10 million people. And at some point in the future, of course, mass extinction will happen again. Because we live on a planet that's unpredictable. She talks about if we don't do something in the next 10 years, even in the next 10 years we do something, we have a 50-50 chance. That is a complete and utter exaggeration of the truth. When it comes to climate change. And everybody, you know, once you get into this conversation with people, all of a sudden you become a climate change denier. Almost like a Holocaust denier, which is the most disgusting thing to be, by the way. Nobody, I have met nobody who is a climate change denier. I've never met a climate change denier. I don't believe there's any scientist with a brain cell in the world who's a climate change denier. 
97% of scientists agree with climate change. Absolutely. But the question asked of those 97% of scientists, when you really delve into those statistics and where that number came from, and it actually came from Obama, by the way, he tweeted it many years ago, is 97% of scientists agree that the climate is changing. That doesn't mean that 97% of scientists agree with Greta and the stuff that she's pumping out to young people. There was loads of Gretas throughout time. And I had a quick look to newspapers for the last 50 years in relation to the Gretas that we've had before. But they weren't all 16-year-old girls. And I think what they're doing to this young 16-year-old girl and using her as a mascot for climate change, I think is quite disgusting. And I think they will live to regret it. I think her parents might live to regret it. Her parents are quite wealthy, by the way. In 1967, we were told by Greta's that we would have a dire famine by 1975. It didn't happen. In 1969, the headline in the New York Post, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam by 1989. It didn't happen. In 1970, on the Washington Post, we were told we'd have an ice age by 2000. It didn't happen. We've actually recently found out we're actually in an ice age already. We're exiting it. In 1970, we were told a headline in the paper by scientists that America would be subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. It didn't happen. Again, in 1971, we were told there's an ice age coming by 2020. That's next year. It's not going to happen. 1974, space satellites show the new ice age is coming fast. We should start panicking. It didn't happen. 1974, another ice age. 1974, you may remember the ozone depletion. The great peril to life. It didn't happen. In 1976, scientists consensus that the planet was cooling and famines were imminent. It didn't happen. Do you remember the acid rain in 1980? We were all going to die from acid rain. It didn't happen. In 1978, there was no end in sight to the 30-year cooling trend. We were all going to die. Didn't happen. I could go on and on and on. Al Gore, of course, one of the most famous. 2008, this climate change genius predicted an ice age or an ice-free Antarctic by 2013. It didn't happen. Another climate change genius, of course, Prince Charles, said that we had 96 months left to live. And save the world in 2009. It didn't happen. The UK Prime Minister says 50 days, according to a newspaper quoting, 50 days to save the planet from catastrophe. It didn't happen. In 1968, overpopulation will spread worldwide. It didn't happen. 1970, the world will use up all its natural resources within the next 10 years. It didn't happen. 1966, the oil will be gone in 10 years. It didn't happen. They said the same in 72. They said the same in 80. They said the same in 1996. And every time they put another 10 years onto it. In 2006, we'll have super hurricanes. It didn't happen. Super volcano in the middle of America. It didn't happen. Manhattan would be underwater by 2015. It didn't happen. The Maldives would be underwater. Half of Europe would be underwater. It didn't happen. None of it happened. But yet, for some reason, we're to believe a 16-year-old girl now that it's all going to happen. Now, we talked about the protests last week, and a lot of those kids had the best intentions of the world, and like Greta, they're led and said by individuals in society, men and women, adults who should know better. Everybody believes that we should be logical and responsible in how we treat this planet. And absolutely, I would agree that we should look after our seas, make sure we don't throw plastic bottles into the seas, reusable straws, all those kind of things are logical, responsible actions to take in light of the fact that we want to treat the planet with respect because the longer we treat it with respect, the longer we'll get out of it. That's fair to say. But do you agree now the latest nonsense from Extinction Rebellion and all these activists that they want to shut down the city, the capital city of this country because of climate change? And the activist group Extinction Rebellion has been urged to pull back from plans to shut down the streets, the capital city of Ireland, for a week in October. 
Even Malik Flynn, an independent councillor in Dublin City Council, said, I'd ask them to pull back. I'd ask them to be reasonable. Protest is lawful and has its merits, but it's very unnecessary to throw the baby out of the bathwater. There are better ways to have an impact. He went on to say it's grandstanding. That's only going to create conflict. It's just going to antagonise people. Everyone is happy with climate change action. There was a big swing to the environmental issues in local elections, he said, to turn around and exploit that would pass or piss people off, or this would piss people off. The school strike, he said, was very effective, very positive, and made a difference, but operating on threats to close down the economy is not the way to go forward. However, Cormac Nugent, we asked him to come on the show, but they won't come on to this show. They'll only go on the nice shows. They'll only go on the nice shows where people agree with them and patronise them. Cormac Nugent, a spokesperson for Extinction Rebellion, said the group was trying to stop businesses as usual because business as usual is ruining the planet. So all those people you have businesses in the city, he doesn't care about you. As far as he's concerned, you're destroying the planet because if they had their way, Extinction Rebellion, we'd all live in caves. We would stop eating meat. We wouldn't drive buses, cars, taxis. We wouldn't go on holidays on planes. Everything would be grounded to a halt. We would leave all the natural resources in the ground, which would destroy the planet, by the way. They don't think of that idea. It would also create a famine. If we didn't take natural resources from the ground, fossil fuels, at the moment with the technology we currently have to produce energy, we would all die. But they don't, they don't look at it that way. They're trying to look at some sort of bigger picture, which doesn't exist. And I want to know, do you support this protest? It's called the Long Week Protest. It's called the Festival of Activism. And it'll include live music, theatre and arts displays and a very different theme each day. But do you support it? Do you support all these carbon taxes that are going to come into the budget? I mean, pensioners are struggling to heat their houses. They could see another two euros slammed on the price of a bag of coal. One euro on a bale of briquettes. You're now going to have to pay probably on top of... <laughs> The price that went up last week already by €8, Euro, another €5 Euro a carbon tax on petrol and diesel. Is that what you want? Is that what you all wanted? Well, you're all going to get it now. Because you're listening to this. This is nonsense. Um, some of the texts coming in, by the way, Richie said, just so your listeners are aware, climate change sceptics do not uh, assert that climate change is not happening, uh, but rather that there are more pressing contributory factors uh, than human activity, including atmospheric, um, tidal and solar. Uh, climate change sceptics tend to get their information from studies by climate change scientists and researchers rather than the vested interests or 16-year-old climate change activists, corrupt politicians or the liberal media. Uh, climate change sceptics do not engage in scaremongering <coughs> Pardon me, or the indoctrination or mental health abuse of children. Let me go to Michael. Michael, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, Michael. How are you, Neil? Michael, do you buy into all this? No, definitely not. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a load of nonsense, to be honest. But, um, I think the young people, to be honest, they're hypocritical uh, because, put this way, I suppose, number one, how many of those young people that marched last week, uh, I'd love to know how many of them actually understood what they were marching for? You know? Well, I, um, I would imagine most of them understood what Greta Thunberg is saying. But whether that means it's the truth or not is the question that's open for debate, isn't it? Well, I suppose, look, a couple of points there that I just, I've been thinking about, like, Every single one of those young people that marched, uh, for example, last week, I guarantee you, they had a mobile phone inside in their pocket. You know, the amount of energy that, my point is, the amount of energy they'd be using, we'll say, on their electronic devices, uh, tablets, uh, mobile phones, it's just all hip- hypocritical. Well, it is. The hypocrisy is outstanding. And by the way, somebody texts in and says, that presenter, meaning me, should be ashamed of himself stating his opinion as fact. It's pretty clear that the world is heating up. Well, actually, you're wrong. In the last 100 years, the world has heated up by 0.08, or by 0.08 degrees. But in the last 10 years, actually, the world's temperature has stabilised. It was actually warmer in medieval times. But anyway, you would know best, obviously. Uh, he states the world was cooling. Uh, in the 1970s, and now warming at an alarming rate. This is the statistics she's trying to give me here, by the way. 
And but, um, uh, and also believes that um, uh, all he's concerned about is paying an extra few euro on carbon tax. Well, I don't believe anybody should be paying any more money on carbon tax. We pay enough taxes in this country as it is. So I think that's, uh, to be honest with you, whoever sent that in really hasn't got a clue about climate change. But go on, anyway. But well, Michael, I mean, look, let me, let me get to the crux of the matter. This um, protest that's starting on October the 7th for a week, I mean, now they've only mentioned Dublin for the moment, but there is a, a suggestion they may be planning it for other cities too, like Cork, Limerick or Galway. Do, do you think it's going to achieve anything? I don't really. I Again, you know, um, back to, I suppose, what I said well ago, the people that are will be out protesting, I don't think they fully understand what they're actually, if they get down to the nitty-gritty of it, they're being fed all this information... I heard uh, Greta clip while ago on the radio, and to be honest, uh, I I thought it was laughable. Uh, crocodile tears came to mind. You know, I mean, starting. I, I don't doubt for a minute she genuinely believes what she's saying. Yeah, but uh, I don't. The misinformation then that, that the people that will lap this up without fully understanding it, doing their own research. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, I just think it's a laugh. You were the guy on last week. 24 years old he was, I think, or 23. We'll he tell said, me he's never going to fly in a plane again. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. Like, if, if he genuinely believes that in his own head, well and good. But you know yourself. I mean, what's he going to do? Never again leave the country? What's he going to achieve by not flying? You know, it, it, people are just taking this completely... I mean, no, but don't get me wrong. People should take climate change seriously. And I'm... There's no doubt that we have to look at the future. There's no doubt we have to be careful with the plan. There's no doubt we have to take a responsible approach uh, to how we deal with things. I think anybody who disagrees with that, obviously, is living in a fairy tale. But this nonsense that they're coming out with constantly, I mean, this suggestion by Greta last night, who's been listened to by millions of people around the world and looked up to for some strange reason, and she's a 16-year-old girl, telling us of this impending doom that 10 years is not even enough, that if we don't reduce our carbon by 50% within the next five years, we only have a 50-50 chance of saving our lives or from mass extinction. That's nothing but scaremongering. Yeah, but I mean, you know, show us, where's the evidence? Show us, you know what I mean? They're, 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 you can't just come out. I, I could, we could always all come out with these ridiculous, uh, you know, claims and predictions and that, but I mean... Show us the evidence. Well, there yeah. are scientists that will come out with evidence, but there are equally as many scientists that will come up with counter evidence. Mm-hmm. But they're I all mean, hypotheses, as well, they're all theories. I suppose where I was coming from was again back to the, the individual, uh, you know, young people themselves and teenagers and this and that. Like, if they kind of sit down and think about what they are doing, they're eating fast food, processed, you know, wrapped in plastic packaging, all this. They're using electronic devices constantly. They have TVs in every room. They're getting driven to school in a big seven-seater BMW X5 or something. Do you know what I mean? All of this. Like, they have a very privileged life. But yet they're out marching against it. And they're not but, willing, and, and truthfully, they're not willing to give up that privileged life, most of them. Let me just go to Sean. Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Sean? Hey, how's it going now? Sean, let's have a, let's have a debate here, not an insulting match, all right? That'd be a good way to start. Oh, okay. That seems a bit preemptively hostile. Well, I, but no, sure, go but ahead. I, I have a feeling that you're going to be hostile, Sean. Uh, no, I'm on my best behavior. I'm actually at work right now. So All right, I'm okay, being okay. paid to be on my best behavior. <laughs> All right, so. okay. <laughs> All right, but Sean, I mean, it's, it, do you not think that, you know, I mean, and look, I know she's only a 16-year-old girl. There's a lot of people taking notice of what she says. What she said yeah. last night, it was read from a script. She read it very passionately. I mean, she could have got an Oscar for it, to be honest with you. Um, and it's, it's unfair of me to have a go to a 16-year-old girl, but she's only been told what to say by somebody else. I mean, she's, her education is learned from somebody else. It's completely a scaremongering, Sean. As opposed to you being an autodidact, I suppose you've done your own research then? You've... Well, I could do as much research as anybody else. Uh, and I suppose going into going into your research, you had no preconceived biases or notions of. And I'm going into her research, which she had preconceived. No, no, biases. no. Let's, 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 we're talking about you. You. This is your show, and you're the one yeah. taking the position here right now. So, I mean, if you want to compare it to her, that's fine. I'm sure she probably did go in with it with some. I'm sure if you asked her, she probably would probably confess to that. Would you admit that you probably didn't go into your research, whatever you did, with a completely open mind? 
Or is it just, or is it just no, like because I, because I have a view on it, just like you have a view on it, Sean. Right. Okay. So I would okay. I would obviously go into it. I mean, everybody researches differently depending on their own views. So you would say you probably went in and with them, to be fair, you probably went in and inclined to believe that it was a bunch of crap. I didn't, I didn't use the word. I've never used a bunch of crap. Okay. Uh, I, I, and I did you, say, and I did say, Sean, right, with respect, more, we need, to, we need to, to have a responsible approach to climate change. I'm trying to be more informal. I'll be more formal. So you probably went into it. Uh, Why are you making not, it personal? Not, I'm not. I'm, if I make it impersonal, then you're giving me crap. Well, well, I'm, I'm, well let, let, let's, let's stick to what we're talking about. Do you really believe right. that a week-long protest closing down a city is going to make a difference? Uh. I'm personally not in favor of this particular protest from what I'm hearing because they're going to be interfering with people's traffic. Uh, as somebody who works in security and without getting into any details, but I've had to deal with protesters myself directly, and as somebody who's in favor of a freedom of speech, I'm all in favor of the rights to protest, but when they start impinging on people's rights to go about their lives unmolested, then that's when they start Well, that's lose. the rules, isn't it? You, you can uh, protest well, all you want as long as you don't impede people's lawful right to go about their business. Exactly. So from what I'm hearing about what this protest is going to do, I'm not in favor of that. I'm in favor of, of their general agenda of raising consciousness regarding this issue, which I think is important, but I'm not in favor of the exact means that are going to be going about it. Would you not admit, Sean, that in the past 50 years particularly, where, we, where media has been quite prominent, be it, and I got a lot of those headlines, by the way, from American newspapers, mm-hmm. um, that you know, we have had so many stories about you know, the impending doom of the planet, over the next five years, ten years, five years, ten years. Last night, of course, Greta told us ten years. Even that would be too late, she believes, if we don't act now. Now, you know, those stories never came true. It never happened. You had a uh, you had a flat Earth guy on a couple nights ago. Yeah, or, well, for, for, week, purely for entertainment. Right? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to slag you in that. I'm just saying, as a way of comparison, you know, hundreds of years ago, his views would have been pretty commonplace and actually accepted by authorities such as the Catholic Church. I don't even think hundreds but of years ago, thousands of years ago, probably. No, hundreds of years ago. The, the Church of Galilee was forced to recant the, his, his uh, heliocentrism at the, at the threat of being burned at the stake like Giordano Bruno. That was only in the 17th century. So, yes, yeah, so I, what I was getting at is his ideas were, you know, the, you know, the, those ideas of, of the earth not being, you know, the center and being flat and all this sort of stuff and there being a heavenly dome, which is what your flat earth guy was saying last week, those would have been fairly, fairly respectable people would have been going along with those ideas. But what we're getting at here is now nobody who's respectable would have those ideas because we've advanced. We've learned a lot more. We have, we have uh, satellites we've set yeah, up. But we ni- yeah, but ninety-nine probe. percent of the world's population disagree See, with those this, flat Earth Are guys. you really? Are you really stating that the, the 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 state of Earth science and geoscience is the same level of, of degree of accuracy? No, what I'm saying to you, Sean, was Sean, 40, when, 50 years when ago, we look at climate change, that's not the case. Well, when we look at climate change, the majority of people in this world believe that the climate is changing, right, right. and and believe that we need to take some sort of evasive action. Mm-hmm. over the next few thousand years to, mm-hmm. I suppose, be responsible in how we treat right. the planet and the environment. Right. And nobody is denying that. But what we're, what we're being led to believe at the moment, that there's some sort of impending panic, that if we don't, there will be mass extinction. Suddenly, well, already, suddenly we're, giving, we're getting headlines that we've got over the last 50 years. She, you know, said, she said mass extinction. She didn't say mass human extinction. There is actually a mass extinction event currently gone. I believe it's called the quaternary extinction. I'm here at work. I can't look it up right now, but it's either the fifth or sixth mass extinction in the Earth's history. It, it is actually undergoing right now, and this, this predates... Uh, but look at the, the serious headlines we've had in the past. And they've all... that's, not her, that's not just a talking point of hers. That actually... Okay, Manhattan, Manhattan should be underwater by now. Who said this? And back in 2005, it was a a headline on the Washington Post. Manhattan would be underwater, according to scientists, by 2015. Hmm. Al Al Gore told us we would would have ice-free Arctic and and Antarctic by 2014. Well, if you want to pick nits, parts of it were when Hurricane Sandy hit in 2016, actually, which was the worst hurricane in the world. No, the point I make is, do we have have ice-free polar ice caps uh, now? Do we? No, we don't. You have a northwest path... Mentioned this to you about a few weeks ago. Now you have a Northwest Passage that actually is open in the summer now, in the Arctic Ocean, which was closed for hundreds of years. 
It is open now. Do we have the highest temperatures on record now? That's what I heard in the news just yesterday. No, we didn't. We've had higher temperatures in medieval times than we've had now. Well, you'll have to the get on the CNN earth has actually stabilized is, over the last 10 years. Over the last 100 years, it's gone up by 0.8 degrees. On, I heard this on Trump's favorite network, CNN, just yesterday. The 2018 hottest record. Okay, well, well, do me a favor. Stay there, Sean. I have to take a break and come on over time here. Uh, keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The numbers 87 Okay, obviously, Sean believes Greta and believes something has to be done immediately, imminently. Niall, you're an idiot. We need to leave the resources in the ground in this country and stop drilling up for oil, gas. Well, hold on a second. We haven't drilled in this country in 40 years, 35 years anyway. What are you talking about? Ireland is just a dot when it comes to the world and carbon emissions of fossil, from fossil fuels. We don't drill for oil. Or gas in this country. Martin, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Martin? Not too bad now. How are you doing? That's it. This is how, oh, this is how misinformed these so-called activists are. I, I know. It, I, I'm just like in disbelief at, at the rate of knots that this sort of social media frenzy is taking. You know, it, it's just got, I don't know, hijacked by the Green Lobby uh, and they're just running with it as far as they can. They've boxed everybody into a corner where they can't have an opinion on anything Else, they seem to be criticising a young girl who has got issues, and and should quite frankly be left alone to 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 do a schooling. You know, I, I just I just think we're being game played. Um, whether the the green lobby realise they're being sucked into the the the, the, the new sort of uh, consumer re- recession, uh, the, the consumer spend that's going to come from having to switch cars and and mm. all the rest of it. I, I think we're all being just softened up because the the the, the corporates. Are going to make a big, big, big shift in, in, I mean, in emphasis to, to electricity. Varadkar himself, yes, they pledged to end oil exploration with gas to follow. Now we we actually haven't taken oil or gas out of the ground in this country in a long, long time. Yeah, and uh, even then we give it, and even then we give it away. But yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> but the point the point of it is this idea that this guy said to me on Friday we need to leave these fossil fuels in the ground. If, I mean, and Sean, you you're an intelligent man, Sean. If we did that, there'd be a famine. Not only that, but the uh, petrochemicals are used in plastics, pharmaceuticals, everything. And many other. Mm. We we wouldn't be leaving them in the ground. We just wouldn't be burning them up in internal combustion engines. That's all. But, that is pretty wasteful. And, and do yeah. you think that's really a possibility when you think about it? For example, in this privileged world that this generation live in, with their mobile phones and technology, most of which is produced in China, by the way, where they have no regulations on carbon emissions. Um, you know, you think they would all lead by example? It seems to be cases, Sean, with these activists. It's Say as we do, or say as, uh, do as we say and not as we do. How does that affect the quality of the argument? But it does, Sean, because if, if, you're, going to, if you're going to go around to pontificate, well, if you're going to pontificate to everybody else to do something because you genuinely believe or you genuinely that's, have a passion about it and think it's true, why not do it? No, that's, a lot, that's what's known as an ad hominem logical fallacy. No, it's not it a fallacy, Sean. So if she started, if she started spouting... Uh, if Greta started going, you know what they should do in Ireland? They should they should lower taxes and they should get serious about welfare scroungers and they should you know start closing down direct provisions. To, positions that you advance personally, you, that would surely cause you to rethink your support of those. But positions. Do, you, do you? I mean, you've heard what Martin would said. Well, Ma- Ma- well, hang on a second. Do you do you agree what Martin is saying that this girl is being used? I don't know enough about her personal history. I don't know. Perhaps she is. But again, the, you're focusing on her personality instead of the, the she's argument. She's 16 years of age. Forward. I'm not going to give out about her personality. She's 16. She's an, an unbelievable child. She's an educated child. But she can only be educated as far as what she's been told. The like any, like any child at 16 years of age. The same as any human, yes. No, no, Sean, no, when you're 25 years of age or you're mature. Sorry, Martin, go ahead very quickly. So, yeah, I mean, you know, studies show that young children, you know, uh, especially teenagers, the brains are not formed for what you call executive decisions. That's why, it you know, people matter, don't vote. Fine. No, so hang on, Sean, just bear, bear me out a minute. You, you've got a situation where the, the adult minds are not formed to make executive decisions. That's why they're not, they don't get the votes. That's why at certain ages, that you know, that we've stopped them getting married and driving cars and going into pubs and all sorts of things. Research shows that it's 25 is the bridge point where you could say they have got full cognitive capacity. Now, the other thing is, is that, you know, at her age, at 12 and, and, and to, to 16, they are looking to peer groups. They're looking to, um, to, to, to find identity and other things, which is all part of growing up. Now, what, what's happened is her future that she's talking about is actually being robbed by PR people, lobbyists, and people who've got an agenda, who see 
the your actual game of chess that they're playing. That hey, let's have this girl. Nobody can criticise her, uh, you know, and 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 they, they push her to the forefront. I, I think it's a height of abuse, quite honestly. Uh, honestly, you know, it should be just left but alone. That a sweet f all to do with the the validity of her position again. No, well, well, it is because her position is based on what she's been told by people who have clearly an agenda. Uh, but stay there for a second, Sean, and stay there, Martin, if you want to. I have to go to news. You can keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 That's 87 And we see, I'm just looking here, one of the, somebody mentioned one of the Extinction Rebellion that did a radio interview today said and said that he drives his kids to school. Well, there you go. There's the hypocrisy of the whole thing. Let me go back to this activism. Now, Extinction Rebellion, and people want to know, by the way, who are Extinction Rebellion? They're the ones, by the way, last year who were gluing themselves to trains and poles all over the UK, and many of them were arrested. And I think, uh, and I don't know whether Sean would agree with me, I would call for Angarda Corner if they do block the streets to arrest them. I would, would agree with that fully, yep. Uh, Martin, I'm, I'm assuming you would agree. Yeah, and I, By the way, I don't disagree with the right to protest. Protest away. No, I but, don't either. I, 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 but, you know, there's enough forums now, like with social media and the, the press and everything, you know, to have this debate. They don't need to take it to the streets and, you know, stop people from well, getting you, around. Yeah, well, look, I have no problem table. with people taking it to the streets as long as they don't, and the rules of protest are quite clear in the Constitution of this country, mm. as long as you don't impede other people from going about their lawful business. What they could yeah. do is take it to the Doyle. That would be nice. It'd be a bit more appropriate. But, mm. Yeah, they're gluing themselves yeah, to railings and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, but then again, what, what, what can they f- fully achieve? I mean, you know, this, like I say, climate change is an issue that's affected the planet for a considerable millions of years. You know, we've got the Liberals telling us how we can talk. We've got the lib- Liberals also trying to control, the, you know, what we talk about. And now they want to control the planet. You know, it's the same agenda all the way through. Uh, well, and the way in which they're manipulating this I'll debate... Let you, I'll let you moment, respond, Sean, don't we? Go yeah, ahead. The, the way in which they're manipulating this debate is actually not very adult at all. Yes, let's get the facts and figures out on the tables. Let's talk about the, the world cycles that it does have, like the... Uh, Milanovic uh, cycle about the sun, the earth, and its magnetic pole switch, which is going on at the moment. All these things play out on the planet. And you've got other scientists turning around and saying that, you know, the amount of, of, of rubbish and things that we are spewing out isn't going to create a, a great effect anyway. So, you know, there's a whole school of thought out there, okay. you know, on both sides. Okay, can I, can I say something? Need, okay. they need listening to, not silencing. Okay, it's a good point Martin makes, Sean. For example, Irish Rail uh, turned around and said in relation to the dart lines around Bray, they're going to have to increase the height of them uh, very soon if the predictions are true because they'll be underwater. I mean, mm-hmm. this is based on a theory. In other words, the government are going to spend millions based on a theory, which most likely mm. will never happen. Is it, also, is it also a theory that the Great Barrier Reef off Australia is dying? Or well, is it's been bleached by the sun. It's and, and I'm not denying that. I've, I've watched the videos in the documentaries, and it's really sad to see yeah. this beautiful okay. reef being bleached, literally being bleached by the sun. And yeah, so in, in te- te- technically, Niall, and if the, if the oceans are rising, it's then like the, 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 the reef's going to get de- deeper under the water and shouldn't be having doing, the effect of the bleach. So you're you know, there's of, plenty of contradictions out there. Speaking of contradictions, you're doing about a bit of conflation there by saying climate change has happened for millions of years. Yes, it has, but that's not the issue here, and you're pretty well aware of it. The issue is whether it's anthropogenic or human-caused climate change. Well, that's like why I said, there's, pl- there's, plenty of, there's plenty of information now, out there that actually says the human uh, causation right, but can I, is can actually we just, quite again, minimal. Could, again, you can speak against one and, the, and not in favor, that's fine. But it's dishonest to conflate the two. Because yeah, but, but the, point Martin, well, well, the point Martin is making, Sean, is why can't we just have the debate? Why do we have to what do as they right say? We, but we're, no, we're the, having the debate. We're having the debate on the air. But unfortunately, when we look at what's happening in society and what's happening in the world, I mean, you've got Veronica making decisions. You've got uh, the other day, I mean, uh, one of the ministers um, turned around and said, we're going to get rid of uh, plastic bottles by 2020. Uh, look, that's not a bad thing. I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah, it's I don't disagree good. with that. Yeah, and that's probably a good thing, right? There are certain things and responsible steps we could take, right? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just for the environment. This has nothing to do with climate change, just for the environment. We want to make sure that the fish don't die in the sea. We want to make sure animals are not cut up and, you know, cellophane wrappers and all sorts of carry on. So they are for the environment and that's a completely separate issue that we all should be responsible and take responsibility in, in relation to how we get rid of our litter, how we, we, uh, how we recycle. All those things are really responsible things to do when we've got a population of 8 
billion people, uh, which has risen or quadrupled over the last 100 years. But in saying that, we're limited in what we can do unless we reverse our lifestyles. And are you happy to do that, Sean? I don't think we're limited unless we reverse our lifestyle. For example, I'm in favor of uh, nuclear energy. Uh, the Absolutely. reactors, speaking of something that's advanced quite a bit in the last 50 years, along with climate science, has been nuclear technology. But people are terrified of it. Some people are, but again, this is where reason and science should be able to persuade minds when mm. they're being closed just because of their prejudices and biases. That would certainly help. There's no necessity, per se, for us to go backwards and to address well, that, the problem. Of but if we were to listen to the activists, that's what they want. They want us to stop eating meat, stop driving cars, stop going on holidays and planes. I have no desire to stop eating meat. I quite enjoy eating meat, actually. Uh, so, again, not everybody who's who's in favor of doing something about the anthropogenic uh, climate change is also taking all the extreme positions you want to ascribe to them. But the scaremongering is outrageous, and you have to agree with that, Sean. When you listen to a lot of these activists who seem quite prominent in this whole debate, their scaremongering is outrageous. Scaremongering. I'll concede about the scaremongering if you can concede about the, the straw manning and the fact that people just... Are, are also willfully ignorant and don't want to make any possible change. Yeah, but a, a debate's never an option. You asked it? about carbon taxes. I'm newly employed here. I don't mind paying carbon taxes. Well, I do. They're reasonable and uh, fair. I do. And I do. I think I pay enough tax. I, I, as it is, you know, fuel coming out of a pump is probably costing 60 cent a litre. We're paying 130. So yeah, know. the majority of that to, is tax. I pay enough tax. I have to drive, you know, round trip. It costs me about 10 to get to work. Yeah, I'm aware of that. But again, it's... it's it's, it's an, I am willing, everybody has their own threshold, their own pressure point. I'm willing to do something at least. It sounds like you're not willing to do anything. I am willing to do it. I'm doing it as we speak. Every week I spend about 80 to 100 euros on diesel. Out of that 80 to 100 euro, 60 euro of it is actually taxed. 76, 76% is yeah. taxed. 5% of that, by the way, including the tax, 5% of that is a carbon tax. So I'm already paying it. I'm paying carbon tax on heating oil. I pay tar- carbon tax on many other things that I purchase. You'd, you'd prefer if it was repealed, that carbon tax, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, if you really want to pay... But because really I pay enough taxes. I pay, as it is, Sean, I pay enough taxes. Yeah, Everybody but the other part of the argument is... Nobody is ever says, gee, I wish I could pay more tax, Niall. Yeah. Everybody yeah, says well, I pay enough tax. You know, let, let's, let, let's look at what's happening with the taxation situation. You have 100 companies in the world who are the actual producers of the pollution right and as always it comes down to the little joe soap in his little micro trying to get about his business who's getting wellied i mean the whole of society is structured in a way that these people who do make corporations weren't doing the bidding of millions of those consumers as if there were some alien life form yeah but also you know being coming from marketing that i've been in the last 35 years you can certainly make consumers buy and want a product by the advertising you spew out to them. Just like the advertising and the propaganda that's going on around this green issue at the moment. It's purely all the PR departments, all the marketing departments, so these top 100 companies all making absolutely damn sure you're going to go out and buy electric. And, and, and since Greta came along, of course, they're on fire because everybody's listening. Uh, well, stay there for a second and let me go to Neve. Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How do you, Neve? Oh, sorry, Neve, I didn't switch you on there. I apologise. Hang on one, two, three. There you go. Sorry, Neve, go ahead. Do you know, I just... The whole thing about this demonstration has just boiled my blood. It really has. Let them go to where the people are making decisions. What they are doing is... They are stopping people from earning a living. I care about the, the climate. But what I really care about is being able to put food on my table and pay my rent. They block off the city. What my partner's boss isn't going to give her a rock if he can't get to work. Mm-hmm. He'll just dock his wages. So what? It, it, it's completely going to backfire against them. People are going to be up in arms over this. And how dare they think that they have the right to block an entire city? They don't speak for me. I walk my son to school every day. We talk about climate in this house, and we do our best here. We're all doing our best. We're, you know, it's unfair and, and it is disingenuous to say that, you know, oh, people people are just, you know, aren't prepared to do anything. If everyone did a little bit, it would all help. But this, this is an absolute joke. I mean, they don't have the right 
to block off an entire city and then other cities around the country. The guy that was on that Cormac fella that was on with you last week, just firstly he said that his people that are with him are taking two weeks off work to do this. Well, well for them, their wages won't be affected. And secondly, the reason he won't come back on today, Noel, is because when you asked him different questions, he didn't know the answers. Their person that they put on for media didn't know the answers to the questions, simple questions that you asked him. And he had to say to you, well, what's the answer? And you were able to give them to him. I mean, it's an absolute joke. I, mean, I have no issue. I, I, I do believe climate change is real and I do believe we need to do something about it. But this is not the answer. This is just going to cause absolute war in the city. Well, I think even Sean would submit to that, that this is not the answer. This is not the way to do things. No, because of... himself. Go to the door. Yeah. And, and look, it will cost the state and, you know, industry in this country billions. And it'll cost the ordinary person. I mean... When you say it'll cost the state and it'll say it'll cost industry billions, people don't go, ah, well, you know, they can afford it. Ordinary people can't. Ordinary people who live from month to month. There are businesses in the city centre, and I I heard some of them in the media during the week. There are businesses who obviously rely on business uh, in the city centre, in around Stephen's Green and all around there, because, I mean, it's quite easy to block Dublin. All you've got to do is block one bridge, Radio O'Connell Bridge, and that's the end of it. Um, And there are businesses there, and they're saying, you know, they could close down, essentially. They, yeah, they could lose so much business in one week. It would be so damaging to their business. But these guys don't care. No, because what they care about is what's going to happen in 100 years. I care about what's going to happen at the end of this month when I can't pay my rent. Well, Cormac Nugent said that, he said, we're going to try to stop business as usual because business as usual is ruining the planet. What, a, what a completely stupid thing to say. Does he walk into a shop and buy food? Or I presume the fellow doesn't live off grass. So I do presume he walks into a shop. I do presume he buys food. I do presume he, he goes away and stays in a hotel. I, pres- well, I know he won't fly anymore because he, he wants to swim. Oh, yeah. He say, well, he suggested when I go on holidays to America, I should take a boat. Oh, take a boat. Yeah, yeah, because apparently we want to go back to the Titanic. Yeah, but, and, and by the way, these climate changes, they all say that about taking a boat. If we all start taking boats, how many boats are we going to need? How much diesel fuel will be used in those boats? We so, don't row boats. We're not the Vikings. You know, we, yeah. haven't, we haven't rowed a boat. For their, their arguments make little or no sense. No, they don't. And this is the problem. And it's easy for him to come onto your show and say, well, our guys are taking two weeks holidays. Well, fair enough. But the rest of us aren't. We can't afford to take two weeks holidays just because there's a blooming protest in the middle of Dublin City. I see little enough of my partners. That is and I don't believe, by the way, it's going to be just Dublin. And the latest we're hearing is it could be other cities around the country as well, that they will close them all down. And it could, this could be worldwide, by the way. This reminds me of the Occupy movement. Do you remember the Occupy movement going back about, yeah. and obviously it wasn't as bad as this, but going back about 10 years ago, or about seven or eight years ago, the Occupy movement, which ended up, by the way, of basically a load of hippies sitting in tents in the middle of town. And that's fine, but you know what? I, I see little enough of my other half as it is. It takes me two hours to get home as it is. How long is it going to take him if he can't drive through the city? You know, it's going to take him three, four. Everyone else will be using the M50. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Pe- and then all the cars sitting on the M50 burning up twice as much fuel as they would do on a normal day. So well done, lads. You've made it worse. Let me go to say there for a second, Neil. Let me go to Seamus. Seamus, you're on Classic. It's Adrian Seamus. How are you doing, Noel? I completely agree with your, your, the other caller, that lady there, her comments. The world has gone absolutely mad. I watched this stuff. I watched Leo Varadkar and other politicians make their speeches. They're jumping on a bandwagon based on power, populism, and trying to encourage, uh, sweep up what might be a young vote of the future and then cream the uh, current generation of people by um, making extreme statements. I made a hard list of statements saying about 2020 without this, that, and the other one. It's not going to happen. It's an absolute disgrace. And you know what's even more frightening? We live in a YouTube world now. This, how old is that girl, the Swedish girl? 16. I understand where she's coming from, right? And I, 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 I get it. And I think, you know, when you break it all down to the nitty-gritty, when you look at every topic and how you live in your country and you look at your neighbour, we all have our green bins, our brown bins, our blue bins, and so on. We're all pretty much doing what we're supposed to be doing. We have uh, hybrid cars and so on. Uh, electric is being pumped into the system in terms of, like, fuels. As you said, like, Ireland is a speck of dust on this earth. And, uh, you know, the big nations have to do their part. But listen to Leo Varadkar did. I mean... Nothing but a, a Twitter queen waster for a T-shirt that we have at the moment. I can't, I can't wait till he's out. But listening to him making comments saying that we'll set, we'll set an example to the big nations. 
China and the USA wouldn't look twice at us. So for him to sell that one to the Irish people, he may as well go and hang on a swing in it and take a hike. You know, he's not our Taoiseach whatsoever. And the sooner he's out, the better. I get where that girl, young girl is coming from, and I understand her point. But as you said, and I agree with it, and I agree with your previous caller just there, the scaremongering is beyond a joke now. It's actually becoming frightening. It's like a bad episode. I, I, I am actually scared by the fact that the world, that this whole conversation over the last six, seven weeks particularly, has become so accelerated and the scaremongering is outrageous that the world is listening and taking advice from a 16-year-old girl. It actually you know, scares me that, that no, we would actually take advice from a 16-year-old girl. They're, they're not taking advice from a 16-year-old girl. They're all sitting there like snakes as opportunists. The world leaders come together saying they'll do this, they'll do that. They listen to her. The only reason they listen to her is because she has this populist vote. She has, a, 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 like, it's a YouTube world that we live in practically now. You have all of these young 10, 11, up to 18-year-olds on YouTube looking for any sort of fame at any given level. Now, she may, I'm not accusing her of oh, No, well, look, I mean, it's very, and look, they know, by the way, by putting forward this girl, which, and by the way, this is not yeah, an accident. They know by putting forward, it's not, it's difficult for us to have a go at her because she's 16. I'm not having a go at her. No. But she probably doesn't even realise No, she doesn't. So young. Unless her advisors are telling her to make emotional speeches to the public as as she did the other day. Like, what's sickening about it is seeing the likes of Trump out of the blue torn up for something like this. It's it's sick opportunism by probably the worst... Well, in fairness to Trump, he did tweet about it last night and he made a very sarcastic comment. He said she's a lovely young lady who will have a very bright future. And I I think if we read between the lines, I know exactly what he's saying. I don't believe a word she's saying. The sooner people like that die off on this planet, the better. I'm talking about Trump and other leaders that we have. They're not leaders. It's like King of the Hill rulers. But I I don't think Trump is buying into it. He's clearly said he's not signing the agreement. He's clearly said we're going to keep industry going. Uh, China obviously don't have any regulations at all. Could you you trust the word of that man? Not really, no. I mean, this is a man who put in a bid to buy uh, Greenland from the happiest uh, nation in the world, Denmark. Probably the most level-headed... Uh, nation in, in the world. I mean, they set an example to all of us, like uh, in Northern Europe. But to listen to someone like that, you can't trust that word he's saying. And just like Varadkar, by 2020, we'll do this. We'll set Ireland down as a as a marker on the planet to basically uh, influence the big nations. Full gift. I get rid of. I, 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 you know, well, what what should happen if these guys go out on the seventh of October and girls and start lying, you know, in the middle of O'Connell Bridge? or whatever bridge it happens to be around whatever city in the country, you know, to stop the traffic and bring the country to a standstill. What should they, what should we do? What should we do? Oh, Jesus. Arrest them? Uh, can you arrest them? I don't know. Well, they did in the UK. When they did this carry-on last year in the UK, they did arrest them. So they were gluing themselves to trains and poles and all sorts of carry-on. Well, if it becomes, you know, if they, if they start breaching public, uh, like there is public order laws there. Of course. I mean, you, you can organise a protest, a one-day protest, yeah. which we did last week, and that's with the, the permission of the state and permission yeah. of Angarda Sheikana. But you can't just keep doing it when you feel like it, because that's no, against the law. But unfortunately, well, you know, uh, the, the scariest thing about this is the internet. The internet connection and the access of information and the widespread way in which it just travels to the own minds now. And this is only the beginning of the problem, really, like at a grand scale where it starts to bring down systems as in, you know, cities and, you know, to the cost of like the, the, the general public, really. We're all end up going to, we're all end up going, we're all going to end up paying for it because of shambolic leadership as well who can't take control. I think there is actually a WhatsApp uh, uh, clip going out of an Australian politician making statements to these young people, inclusive of the Swedish girl who uh, is leading this pact um, around the world. And basically, I can't regurgitate verbatim, but like, it's basically get real and have a look at yourselves and the, the, you know, the, 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 you know, the level of, uh, uh, I suppose, uh, oh God, what's the word? Um, you know, the, the, the things that they have nowadays. The privileges that they have in society, the generation have. The, the privileges. Take a look at them and try to curtail. Well, they're, well, they're, not, well, they're not going to curtail it. They're all. I mean, the, the whole lot of them, as somebody rightly points out here, they're all virtue signalling fools. And sadly, they are because all those kids that were out there the other day, the majority of them, are not willing to give up their Instagrams, their Snapchats, their internet, uh, well, their then. their you know the modern privileges that they have, going on holidays to Tenerife with their mom and dad during the summer. They're not willing to give that up. They're not going to give that up. So it's just it's nonsense. Two, yeah, I agree with you. It's nonsense. And, and that previous caller, that other lady there, 
speaks like absolutely. I mean, do I mean, I, I, I reiterate this again. We should do our bit. We should be responsible how we yeah, treat the planners. All that. We have a green bin. Yeah. We have a blue bin. We have a a brown bin for like a, what is this a compost. Mm. We, we you know people aren't going to generally speaking ninety percent of people aren't going to burn in their rubbish or burning tires or whatever it may be. Halloween is non-existent now because we don't have the officer bonfires in yesteryear. It's <laughs> all we are all doing our bit. We're just being crucified because like we have leaders so high. I put in very as leaders. Leaders, by the way, if you call that Twitter queen as a, a t-shirt as a leader, given the statements you made yesterday or the two days ago, disgrace of the watch really, but. You know, people are doing their best, but to be crucified based on them jumping on a bandwagon. And the next bandwagon you're jumping on now is populism by uh, young people making flash statements uh, online and having followers. I mean, All right. Okay, well, listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. Thank you very much, yeah. James. I appreciate you coming on the air. Thanks to Neve as well. Uh, Niall and uh, Martin and everybody else who got involved in that conversation. Niall, uh, the couriers of Ireland will go into town and remove these virtue signalling fools. Uh, they're not taking money from my pockets, says Stephen and Fingless. And our person says, uh, beat them off the road. Well, I don't encourage violence, by the way. Um, but I do believe the Garda Síochána have a role to play when it comes to the country. And their job is to protect the citizens of the country. And that that means removing people who, you know, are otherwise going to impede people's lawful business. I think Garda Síochána have a duty to remove them if they start gluing themselves to O'Connell Bridge. Um, and so he says, please get that climate denier off. The fact that, that you're agreeing with him displays an unfortunate ignorance. I'm a scientist, are you really? And with regret, the warning in the last 100 years is solely anthropogenic. Yes, Earth goes through natural cycle climate viability. However, no time in Earth's history has it heated so rapidly. Again, you're clearly not a very good scientist, are you? Because you obviously don't know very much about the temperature of the Earth if you've just made a statement like that. So I'm not going to bother reading the rest of your, your thing. All right? Maybe you should go back and do a bit of research. You're maybe a very young scientist in college or something like that and think you're great or something. I don't know. But you obviously didn't read the research in relation to the, the Earth's climate. Because in medieval times, which unfortunately I mentioned earlier on, the climate change activists forget to mention that the Earth was a lot warmer than it is now. And probably actually an awful lot warmer. It was four degrees warmer than it is actually now. So I don't know what you're talking about. We're exiting an ice age. Of course, it's getting warmer, but not by very much. 0.08 degrees in the last 100 years, and the last 10 years, it hasn't increased at all. So what are you actually talking about? But then somebody's going to be going to text in, but what about the heat wave last year in Ireland? Yeah, there was a heat wave last year in Europe. There was a heat wave in 1979. There was a heat wave in 1953, as far as I know. There's been heat waves... So throughout time, what, what's the problem? What, what, why are we pointing out? Somebody even said last week, or last weekend to me, the rain that we had on Saturday and Sunday, which uh, was, you know, it was pretty bad, in fairness. Mind you, we had two or three days of nice sunshine on Thursday to Friday. Um, they said, oh, climate change. I said, no, that's Ireland. It rains all the time. What are you talking about? We've rained like that on a regular basis. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.